0: Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is undaunted pursuit. Uh, That's funny. Oh shoot. Well. Yep. Yeah, it's a good thing. I don't have one of those fancy covers on my on my camera, <laughs> but it's not very often that it sits open either. No, <laughs> no, it's usually closed. don't put me in the dark, Marshall. Put him in the dark. Let me see here. Boy, it feels like it's been a long time since I've actually talked to you on here.
1: When was the last time we did this? Was it? It's been. What, it was the last week? Wasn't it? I'm not sure.
0: No, it was the week before that. Uh oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit, ladies and gentlemen. We're just sitting here trying to gather our thoughts before we decide to roll on this this episode here. Marshall actually came up with the uh, topic for this week's discussion, though.
1: So, I think came up yay, with the Marshall. topic. I've got a handful of verses. I'm probably not as detailed as I was the last time we did a podcast, but I definitely got some good verses to to look up and go with it. So
0: we probably got the same. Probably do. (laughs) We probably got the same verses. most likely.
1: (laughs) Isn't that how it works out? Usually it's usually how it works out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you know, okay. So we're going to be talking about loving your enemies as I thought it was funny that you would come up with this topic in light of um, the upcoming, you guys aren't going to, you guys are going to get this after the Fourth of July, but um, in light of the upcoming Independence Day, mm-hmm. you know our country was we gained our independence. Yeah, we're going to talk about loving your enemies. Happy Fourth of July, by the way, or belated Happy Fourth of July because of course July. you're not going to get this until after.
1: So how's your week been, Aaron?
0: Oh, it's been busy. Yeah,
1: yeah, same here. It's been uh, busy, busy, busy. This past couple of weeks, been playing catch up at work. Uh, just trying to get some stuff done and keep on pushing forward. And think I've got a great, I've uh, got great coworkers up there that helped me out while I was out of the game for a couple of weeks because my back. And speaking of back, back's getting a lot better. The chiropractor and that compression decompression table is is working out. I uh, didn't take any pain meds last night or all day today, so we're uh, a step in the right direction. Good. So, yeah, doing doing much better.
0: Good deal. Yeah, no, we decided. Um, so I guess the last podcast we were talking about, I just had punched a hole through the wall and uh, I got that. I finally got that done. Savannah's uh, Savannah's closet. Well, it's not drywalled right now, but we got her, her, we got her closet moved over. So it actually looks like a room. You can actually fit a regular size bed in there now. So
1: Nice. Yeah. I've been doing some painting. If I finally got our master bathroom painted got some touch-up stuff to do, actually, when we get done doing this, and then touch up our guest bathroom, and then um, Saturday, my younger brother, Matthew, and his uh, fiance uh, and two kids are coming down Saturday. They'll be here Saturday morning from Missouri, and they're going to spend the weekend down here oh, on the 4th sweet. of July, and yeah, we're going to go look at uh, a piece of land they're looking at in Granbury, Texas. They're wanting to move down here, so... We're gonna check that out and spend some time with them, and
0: and uh, it'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. You gonna blow some things up?
1: Well, you know, actually, right here in Texas, because we haven't had a whole lot of rain, a lot of uh, of these counties are putting into place. Um, really, not you're not supposed to be shooting off fireworks, uh, especially if you're in town. But uh, you know, if if you you know, if there's professional places shooting off fireworks, then they can. And, and and I agree with it. I'm surprised they didn't do this mm-hmm. sooner because we've been in such a drought. We've had so many fires down here earlier this year. Um, it's just been really bad. So I'm really glad they did. And I really hope people abide by that because, man, it people go crazy and start doing some silly stuff. We're gonna have some serious issues on our hands.
0: I know it. I, you know how I feel now. I mean, because most years we normally are like that. We don't. We normally can't shoot off any any real big fireworks because of that fire danger up here. Mm -hmm. So I know how you feel. Yep. Yep. But for the listeners, I hope you guys blew plenty of things up on the 4th of July. I hope you guys had a really good time. I know I always enjoyed it when I was a kid. We had some friends of ours that, that every year we would blow their mailbox up every year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we're going to tell stories like that, I remember one time when Aaron and I, when we were in high school uh, Aaron was, uh, quite the, pyrotechnic uh, pyro technic when he was younger and, uh, amongst many crazy things he liked to do. He, he, he would take sparklers, regular old sparklers and take a whole bundle of them. I mean, huge bundle of them, wrap them all together, tape them all together, and then leave one little, one <laughs> little sparkler sticking out in the middle. And we, we, we did that one year and, uh, it made quite the explosion and made a, a a spot on the ground, probably the size of a small car. Uh, so it was it was exciting nonetheless. If if we had like YouTube as popular back when we were kids, like it is now, dude, we would have had some crazy good content.
0: <laughs> oh man, you know we're lucky. I can't find the video of all the stuff that I used to. Oh do. We gosh. used to videotape all that stuff. I know it. Yeah, and you know some some I guess some could say that I'm a I'm an explosives. Professional. I mean, we used to blow so much stuff up (laughs) that that we had the ATF flying over our house on a regular basis.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Good times.
0: We did a whole lot more than just sparkler bombs. It was, um, yeah. Let me think about it here. Uh, Well, we did we did have one that we shot off that shook the house, (laughs) and that was from. At least a good quarter mile down the road. Oh wow, that's crazy!
1: (laughs) Always doing something crazy.
0: Now I know it. Fourth of July was the was our time to stock up because, of course, you know that's easy. That's easy stuff. It used to, believe it or not, folks, fireworks used to be cheap. Now I went into a fireworks store the other day, and you can't hardly get you can't get jack squat for a hundred bucks anymore.
1: You know, and a hundred dollars used to get you a a whole bag full of ninsome.
0: Man, we would stock up on mortar shells because, of course, we'd use the black powder out of those things, and <laughs> um, and then we'd buy out the fireworks store of sparklers, of course. And and I'm not saying I'm not, you know, of course, don't, kids don't, don't go out and try this, but uh, the the sparklers we saw out weren't those wimpy little wooden stick ones or no, whatever they are no, with no. the paper <laughs> on the outside. No, no, they had to they had to be the metal. The oh, metal yeah. Uh,
1: sparklers. Yeah. 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 Kids do not go out and do try any of this stuff we're talking about. We don't advise <laughs> it. It's dangerous. You probably blow yourself up, blow a hand off, an arm off. The kind of stuff Aaron and I used to do or Aaron used to do.
0: You probably yeah, blow your whole that, body up. See, I'm missing a finger already. <laughs> I'm missing. I'm, I'm missing two fingers. Oh <laughs> no! No. <laughs> no, I still got. I got all digits still. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, no. Well, let's uh, let's get to rolling. I think uh, it's been been hot enough here that I, as soon as Ashley gets off of work, I think us and the kids are going to go do us a little night swim at the at the pool. That sounds like fun. Wish yeah. I was there. Oh, I know it. Well, you know, it's uh, before we get started, though. Um, you know, this time of year, summertime, we don't, we'll work outside until it starts getting dark. And, you know, here lately, we haven't, we don't eat until nine o'clock.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I so, hear ya. It's, yeah, there's too much, not enough time in the day. Yep gotta take advantage of these longer days i know it. i know it. so we figured that the kids needed a little you know they deserve a little bit we'll take them to the pool and have a good swim it's nice
1: i i was listening to the little mini podcast that you posted uh was it today or yesterday maybe
0: oh yeah yeah i really liked that. today
1: where do you guys go swim do you go to where do
0: you go well normally if it's warm enough we like to go to the the river, but, um, just the city pool. Gotcha. We have a little pool here in town. It's nice. It's a saltwater pool. It's not, it's not chlorinated. So it, it's, it's really nice.
1: Yeah. Those are nice. I got baptized yeah. in a saltwater pool at my old youth pastor's house when I was 13 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. yep nope.
0: Sure did. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, do you want to, since you came up with the topic, what do you want? You want me to start it? I got something to kind of lead us off, unless you what do you got?
1: No, go for it. I mean, like I said, I mainly just have a, a handful of scripture here. So if you got something to kind of lead it off, go for it. Let's let's hear what you got.
0: Okay. All right. So we're gonna be talking about loving your enemies. Uh, you know, that's a huge issue, of course, nowadays. And then what we're trying to do here on Undaunted Pursuit, as always, is relate God to everyday life every situation everything like that so it makes sense for us to talk about it and of course you are going to hear us talk we're probably going to reiterate several things we've said in past podcasts but um you know here we go yeah so there's two and marshall you probably don't know this there is actually two different words used in the bible for enemy and one one comes out of the Old Testament, and one one of the words comes out of the New Testament. Now, the there the Hebrew word that was translated to enemy, it, it translated to English was um, now. Forgive me, I'm going to butcher this. I'm sure, but it's either Oyabe or Oyabai. I think it's spelled O Y E B H. And it's it, it means one who hates. And that's mostly used in the Old Testament. And then it kind of switches. Come come the New Testament, they 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 start using the word ekthros, which is enemy or opponent. So um you'll see that. What we're going to be touching on, of course, would be ekthros, which would be enemy or opponent. Now, we can't necessarily get into this without defining what enemy is. What is the definition of enemy? And which it's simply a person who is actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. Hmm. That's the that kind of defines what what an enemy is. I'm just curious, Marshall, what, what would be the, what is your first verse? Well, the first
1: verse I've written down is in Romans 11, 28 through 32.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Cause I don't have, actually I have nothing in Romans. I was, well, I have nothing. I, I have several Romans verses, but I don't have anything in Romans 11. I have them in a couple of the other ones.
1: Gotcha. I got stuff in Exodus, Matthew and Luke, but the one at the top. Is yeah. Romans.
0: Oh. Well, it surprises me. We won't we may not walk over each other. We may have something <laughs> a little different to <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, this should be good, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, I say uh-huh. proof that proof that Aaron and I don't <laughs> don't always uh we're not like calling each other up and planning this like word for word. It's just like, <laughs> hey, this is what we're talking about this week. And we do our research and here we are and we just, just talk about it. Sometimes it, it pairs up and sometimes it's it's different.
0: So it makes it fun. That's right. Well, and if you ask my wife, I'm poor at communication. So
1: <laughs> Hey, I like it this way. It makes it more exciting because we don't know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, we defined we defined what an enemy is, mm-hmm. and I think that the common thing that happens And it's, you know, it's not, it's not anything our fault. It's just our human nature. But, you know, we, we tend to think that we have to be, let me take that back. We, we have to be careful just because we may not think that we may not like somebody or something that that automatically makes them our enemy or makes that our enemy Mm -hmm. just because, just because you don't like someone doesn't make them your enemy. So that's where we're going to start. I have, now my first verse is actually Matthew chapter 5, verse 44.
1: Oh yeah, that's one of mine.
0: <laughs> is it?
1: Now how far do you
0: go? Right now, just verse 44. Okay, so
1: I go to the 48.
0: But we'll come, yeah, I think I have that. Um, I may have that a little bit later on. No, actually I don't. Actually, looking, looking through it. So okay, here we go. So here's um, here's Matthew chapter five, verse forty four. But I say to you, love that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you. And that, of course, is we're basing this off of the the definition is a person who is actively opposed or hostile to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So go for it, Marshall.
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I guess, you know, I can feed off of that and I can go further into it on. Uh, give me just a second here. Well, I tell you what, actually, I'll, I'll let you do that or do whatever you're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and read that Romans 11. Um, give me just a second here to look this up. Okay. So Romans 11, 28 through 32, it says, many of, Many of the people of Israel are now enemies of the good news. And this benefits your Gentiles. Yet they are still the people he loves because he chose their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. Once you Gentiles were rebels, sorry, once, comma, (laughs) you Gentiles were rebels against Mm -hmm. God. But when the people of Israel rebelled against him, God was merciful to you instead. Now they are the rebels. And God's mercy has come to you so that they too will share in God's mercy. For God has imprisoned everyone in disobedience so he could have mercy on everyone. Um, what I took up from that was was kind of was you know, God's mercy and love, and to be more like God in having mercy and love for people, specifically enemies. That's what we're talking about here and just just love like he does, but Mm all like in in traditional martial fashion. I'm going to read the description below the verse in my study Bible because I love it. And uh, (laughs) it's what I do. Uh, So it says here, it says, In this passage, Paul shows how the Jews and the Gentiles benefit each other. Whenever God shows mercy to one group, the other one shares the blessing. I like that. It's just like what, it just bounces off each other. Mm -hmm. In God's original plan, the Jews would be the source of God's blessing to the Gentiles. When the Jews neglected the mission, God blessed the Gentiles anyway through the Jewish Messiah. He still maintained his love for the Jews because of his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The privileges and invitation to God given to Israel will never be withdrawn, but someday the faithful Jews will share in God's mercy. God's plan will not be thwarted, he will have mercy on them all for a beautiful picture of Jews and Gentiles experiencing rich blessings. Um, So I don't know, you know, the the way I kind of interpreted that or just took that when I was reading it was, you know, like the Jews and the Gentiles were like enemies. They didn't necessarily get along with each other, but God kind of had a different message Mm -hmm. for them. You know, God was like, well, no, if you, if you love this person, you treat this person uh, with, you know, with mercy and love, you know, that's going to, kind of bounce off of them and come back to you or, you know, vice versa. Um, So I don't know. That's kind of what I took from that. And and, and that that goes for when it comes to our enemies, you know, treat them with love, treat them with mercy. And that will in turn, you know, come back to you and bless you as well. But I kind of like that.
0: Yeah. And that is the reason why this is all brought up. I mean, in studying for this, I, I could have come up, we could have come up with countless, I mean, countless uh, verses and passages talking about love your enemies, don't, uh, you know, we're going to get into judgment here in just a minute, and it was just, it was too many, it, you know, this podcast would be three hours long if we <laughs> went into, into all of that, oh, you yeah, know, but like you were saying, Marshall, that's... You know, it's because of the Gentile and Jew, and how they felt toward each, toward each other. Mm-hmm. Um, why this comes up so much? Because it it remained pretty constant throughout the Bible, yeah, or throughout during that time, at, at least during you know Jesus' time and um, and even past. Well, yeah, I guess we could argue that it it went even further. It went through the whole Bible. Oh yeah, we'll just oh, leave definitely. it at that. When talking about enemies we can uh, talk about judgment as well and I made the comment earlier that just because you don't like someone doesn't mean that they're your enemy so I had also had this thought that you you got to make sure that you're that you don't judge someone because your judgment of someone doesn't make doesn't make them your enemy and I kind of have a verse coming out of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another, readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I'm, I'm going to bounce around a little bit because I wanted to read a couple of, uh, you know, three verse, three passages back to back. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hang out in Matthew too throughout this whole podcast, because of course. During that time, Matthew has a has a really good account, is you know, a lot of it is coming out of that Sermon on the Mount Mm -hmm. that Jesus you know. So Matthew chapter seven, verse two, for just as you hypocritically judge others when you were When you are sinful and unrepentant, so will you be judged. And in accordance with your standard of measure used to pass out judgment, judgment will be measured to you. That's the reason why I saw that verse. And I thought that that fit very well because, you know, if your judgment on somebody causes you to think that they're your enemy, they're automatically your enemy, then, um, you know, this is this is Jesus telling us not to not to judge. You know, that's that's you know that's for God. God is the judge, not us. Mm-hmm. One last verse, and I'll, then I'll let you I'll let you do that. Let's go. Oh, I'm going to go all the way back to Deuteronomy because I I like the contrast between that when you're studying for you know whether it's Bible studies or anything, I, I like that. You can find just you can find relevant uh, relevancy in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Law against the New Law, it's still just as relevant. So Deuteronomy one, chapter one, verses seventeen says here: "You shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall hear and pay attention to the to the cases of least important as well as the great." you shall not fear man for the judgment is God's in case that is too hard for you to judge. You shall bring to me and I will hear it. I like that. So just like I was saying, you know, the, the idea, the, the main point I was trying to make when we were, um, is that, is this, uh, one sentence here. You should not fear man for the judgment is God's.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. This is good stuff guys. This is really good stuff. And then you know it's while Aaron was was talking I just got to thinking, you know, you know, it's it's Independence Day, but this is also a time when we're going to be spending a lot of time with our families and friends. And let's be real. You know, we've all been to that 4th of July <laughs> party when things get a little bit crazy. <laughs> People start to not get along mm-hmm. too well. So You know, as you go out to hang out with your friends and family or you're in public or going to, you know, 4th of July, you know, fireworks shows, whatever you're doing, just keep this stuff in mind. You know, like love the people around you. Be kind to the people around you. Um, There's going to be a lot of people drinking and, and just partying and having a good time and doing what they do. And some people may not be in the right state of mind. So keep that in mind. And remember what we're talking about here today to be loving to those around you and you come in contact with, and who knows maybe God will use you in in a huge way to witness to somebody you just never know. So with that being said, I wanted to go back to Matthew. So Aaron read Matthew 44, and I'm going to start there because I'm going to read through 48. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if I start at 45, it's just kind of like mid sentence with 44. So 44 says, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. 45 goes on to say that you may be sons of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. I like that. God's not just favoring the good people. God is favoring and loving and showing mercy to the good and the bad, the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? So what he's saying there is is like Jesus is saying like if you just love the people who love you, it's like your family. If you just love like your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, and they, and they, they obviously they love you. What what reward is it? Like it's great, and mm-hmm. it feels wonderful and all, but why don't you go out and love somebody? Maybe at work, maybe you know you're out in the public and someone flips you off or <laughs> it goes crazy. You know, going through a drive-through or you're in a store and someone cuts you off. Whatever it may be. And, you know, love that person and and feel that reward. Get that reward from that. Um, so 45, 46, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? You know, tax collectors back in the day and Jesus' time, they weren't they weren't, uh, um, they weren't the, the type of people that you necessarily like too much. They were kind of frowned upon and people didn't like them a whole lot. They weren't really nicest people um so uh 47 and if you greet only your brothers what are you doing more than others <laughs> i like that it rhymes do not even pagans do that be perfect therefore as your heavenly father is perfect and when they mention perfect right here it's not like perfect like necessarily like perfection like you got to be perfect it means well that's what i think it means here in from what I've read, is my perfect he meant to be whole or mature in Christ. So uh, mm-hmm. really liked that, you know, and these are the words in red in Matthew, and this is, you know, Jesus talking, like we have mentioned before in past podcasts. Um, so when you see those words in red, stop doing what you're doing and pay attention for a minute because it's pretty important. Not that the rest of the Bible is not important, but that's pretty important. It's coming from, from God himself.
0: Yeah. And you were saying that, uh, you know, you know, you were talking, you were talking to our listeners as, as far as like, uh, you know, this is gonna come out after the Fourth of July. So if it, you know, if that happened, if if you did have those disagreements and and whatnot, you know, showing love could could also look like forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I mean, you you show the same type of forgiveness that uh, Jesus has showed to us you know like Marshall was saying, uh, let's see here that he he makes he makes his son rise on those who are evil and those that are good mm-hmm. so if if he can, you can as well
1: yep Most
0: definitely. now we've all heard about turning the other cheek the the analogy or the the saying. To turn the other cheek, and it's become a, um, I guess would a misnomer be, the right word? I mean, because
1: I don't even know what that word means.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> I I'm trying to think of the word. It's it's become turn the other cheek, when, when the Bible talks about that, it's not talking about Christians being um, being pushovers. That we're always, you know, oh, you can do anything to a believer and they're just, they're just going to stand there and take it. They're just, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now that that's not true. <laughs> no, not but, you know, you have to look at, yeah, you have to look at self-protection rather than retaliation. And mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of put this into, into this study because we're talking about enemies, so what is an enemy going to do? You're going to want to your sinful uh, self is going to want to retaliate, and yeah. so we're gonna we want to look at that as well. I have uh, want to back up. Say I told you we're going to camp out in Matthew chapter five, and I'm going to back up from where Marshall had started to uh, verse thirty-eight through forty. So you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, punishment that fits the offense. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person who insults you or violates your rights. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other toward him. Also, simply ignore insignificant insults or trivial losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity, your self-respect, your poise. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also for the Lord repair repays the offender.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I like that
0: I had I had this kind of down that it's not this this passage is not talking uh, about being passive aggressive or or being a pushover. it's you just have to use your head and remember what moral living looks like. How are you supposed to live as a as a follower of Jesus? He's not saying he understands that there's gonna be times that you have to protect yourself here on this earth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think God expects us to just sit there and take the blows. You know, if someone comes to break in your house, right, you know, and guns ablazing. I'm sorry, I don't believe God wants you to sit there and be like, all right, shoot me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think God expects you to defend yourself and protect your family. You know, it's uh, it's kind of what you're called to do, and it's just my that's just what I think. I you know I think God,
0: I don't know. I think he gets it. Hmm. Yeah. And then you know, talking about that, if we look in Romans 12, verse 19, it says, "Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath and His judicial righteousness." for it is written in scripture vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then it goes on then it goes on to uh, there's uh, the verse that i really like but if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for by doing so you will heap burning coals on his head just like you Marshall, were talking about you know doesn't it wouldn't it aggravate somebody if they were to <laughs> you you had mentioned that that somebody flipping you off. What do you do? What would I do? Normally I'd smile and wave. Hi guys. Hi. (laughs) You know, and it just, it, it it would aggravate them more that it didn't bother you. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And that's exactly what it's talking about here. Mm -hmm. Is that it didn't bother you. And if you, they weren't getting the reaction they wanted out of, out of you.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I've got some stuff I'm going to go into in Exodus and in Luke. Um, but before that, you know, growing up, my mother used to always say, you know, just take it all with a grain of salt and let it roll off your shoulder. Because, you know, there were several times I got picked on or pushed around. People tried to try to, try to start a fight when I was growing up. But I always walked away, always said no. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a time or two when I stood up and I said a thing or two where I tried to do something because I finally got tired of it. But um, but most of the time, I would do that. And then really... Not that she was taking it from a, from a biblical standpoint, by any means, um, but it really goes hand in hand with that. Mm-hmm. Were you done with your verses? If so, I'll go into Exodus, which kind of ties into what you're saying.
0: Oh, go for it. Cool deal.
1: So I'm going to read out of uh, Of course,
0: the... I've got stuff I can I can always add.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could go on for hours. <laughs> um, so in Exodus 23, 23 is talking about a call for justice, which... It's like Aaron was saying, you know, it's like, let God take care of your enemies. You know, you, you love your enemy. You forgive your enemy. God will take care of the rest. God will discipline his children the way he's supposed to and the way he wants to. Uh, In Exodus 23, 22 through 27, it kind of talks about that. Uh, Give me just a second here and I'll flip down to it. So Exodus 23, 22 says and this is talking about a promise of the lord's presence but in 22 it says but if you are careful to obey him following all my instructions then i will be an enemy to your enemies that's what stood out to me when i when i read that verse 22 right there is that i will be an enemy to your enemies and i will oppose those who oppose you for my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of Amorites, hittites now I'm probably butchering a lot of these names, but just bear with me. Per, parasites, per, per, <laughs> <Perizzites, laughs> Canaanites, and, and Hivites, Hivites, I have no idea. And Jebusites. All theites. The uh, so you may live there, and I will destroy them completely. Uh, 24 says, you must not worship the gods of these nations or serve them in any way or imitate their evil practices. Instead, you must utterly destroy them and smash their sacred pillars. Uh, And it goes on to talk about just serving the Lord and stuff. But what really stood out to me was that verse 22 and, and a little bit of 23 about, you know, if you're careful to obey them following all my instructions, then I will be the enemy of your enemies and oppose those who oppose you. And my angels will go before you. That just really mm-hmm. stood out to me. Um, so going back to loving your enemies, if you go to, <clears throat> if you're following along, you go to Luke chapter six, verse 27 is where I'll start. And I have my spot.
0: No, you go I'm to 28 because I have that too. Do you? Okay. Um,
1: all right. So three thirty-five
0: 35 is- too when you get done. All right.
1: <laughs> I've got that written down to you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to take a minute. Uh, so this is Jesus is touching, touching. He's touching about, he's talking about loving your enemies. Touching. Uh, so Luke six 27, but I tell you who, I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone strikes you on a cheek, Turn to him the other also. If someone takes your cloak, do not stop him from taking your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes that what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Verse 32, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. This kind of ties into what I was talking about earlier.
0: <clears throat>
1: and, if you, mm-hmm. and if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, because He is the King to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And then in 30, did you want to go into 37, 38?
0: No, we don't have to. I mean, they, you you, uh, you listeners can go in and, and read all that. It's it, it's talking, you know, it, it, the whole thing is talking about how to treat each other, pretty yeah. much. Judging we don't have yeah. to sit there and read all of that. Yeah. But the reason I had you go, I, I wanted... Uh, I'm glad you went into 35 because, um, as you have probably noticed at this point in time, we talk a lot about love, and and so, rightly so, because the Bible is is a love book. So, you know, we want treating our enemies with love. You don't you don't have to go. You know, sometimes your enemies or your people are just looking for a reaction. It, and showing love and doing that is, is you're not going to give in to into that and repay evil with evil. Let's see here. 1 Peter 3, verse 9, just as that, and never return evil for evil or insult for insult. Avoid scolding, berating, and any kind of abuse, but on the contrary, give blessing. Pray for one another's well being, contentment, and protection. For you have been called for this very purpose, that you might inherit a blessing from God that brings well-being, happiness, and protection. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, you know, and as you can see, this the, the Bible's full of this.
1: Yeah. So, I, I just looked something up because you know you you mentioned reacting verse, and so I thought I was thinking mm-hmm. about you know reacting and responding. And I just Googled something real quick. And it says reacting versus responding. So reacting happens without conscious thought or consideration. And there's nothing biblical to what I just picked, what I just looked up. It's not, it's just something I just Googled real fast. (laughs) And it says instincts, instincts and learned behavior take over. No second thought for whether the reaction will have a negative or positive outcome. We have little control now versus responding. Responding, you are you are aware of your reaction by stopping and observing. You can identify and become aware of unpleasant or uncomfortable emotions and mindfully select your response. Your internal reaction is still the same, but your external response will be altered. <clears throat> There's some truth to that, and it definitely can tie it's into it. It's a good thing
0: you, go ahead, finish your thought.
1: No, I was just saying it It can, uh, you know, it's not biblical what they're saying, but it definitely ties into, I mean, in a way it is biblical, but it's not anything from the Bible, but it ties into what we're talking about. You know, from a worldly standpoint, that's some good advice. Exactly.
0: Yeah, It is. Because it's funny that you bring that up, because I want you all listening to remember the fruits of the Spirit. And what are they? They're love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and self Control, mm-hmm. and I had, I had kind of, I, I want to put an emphasis on self-control <laughs> yeah. because that's exactly what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. As a, as opposed, you know, the difference between a reaction and um, response. What else? What was that other one? Response. Thank you. <laughs> Golly, I'm scattered-brained. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's almost the weekend. We're almost there.
0: <laughs> I know it. I know it. I'm looking at a three day weekend here. This is I know. I'm, I'm ready to start.
1: Now <laughs> I'm ready to just leave it all behind and have some fun. But
0: yeah, so we yeah, gonna. I had I had down proverbs. Did you have anything in proverbs? There was something I liked in proverbs. There. I don't. Oh no. Okay, so maybe we won't. I didn't write down the chapter. <laughs> 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 I just wrote down the verses. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me look this up real quick. Oh, that's fine. All right. So let's see. While he's looking
1: this up, I'd like to stop and take a time and give you a little something from our sponsor. Just kidding. We have no sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, Need one. Yeah.
1: And this commercial is brought to you by... I
0: don't know. We'll just...
1: Tyndall Life Application Study Bible, not really. Tyndall doesn't support this, but it'd be cool if they did.
0: Right now, our only sponsor is is Tyndall.
1: Hey, <laughs> for letting us use his music. Come on now. Uh, you Like how that tied together. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, but anyway, I think we have. I, I think we've covered this pretty nicely. And there was, I, I did write down. Oh, man, I got two verses here. I, I do still want to go to Proverbs. And I, I want to leave you guys with this with this verse here. Oh, I went past it. Chapter 10, verse 12. Okay, so 10 verse... Oh, that, okay, yeah, okay, here we go. I want to leave you guys with this. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers and overwhelms all transgressions, forgiving and overlooking another's faults. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much sums up what we're trying to get at here.
1: It really does. It sums it all up very nicely.
0: do Do you have anything else there, Marshall, on that?
1: No. I have shared everything that I have written down. But... Well, that's good. Before we leave this amazing podcast, probably the best podcast you've ever listened to. And I believe that yeah. <laughs> Aaron, this many, many little podcasts, Aaron just posted recently this week. I think he mentioned this, that, um, Zach Tyndall, Tyndall, Tyndale, <laughs> Zach Tyndall, the, the, the great <laughs> awesome guy who has been lending us his amazing music at the end of our podcast. And if you've been listening music master, yeah, if you've been listening, you will know that there is his awesome music at the end of many of our podcasts recently. Um, we are soon and very soon going to see the just kidding. Soon and very soon, we're uh, going to have Zach on here um, and just talk about Zach and all that he has going on in his life and his music career. And uh, it's going to be good. So we don't have a debt yet, but we'll have a one treat. It is going to
0: be a treat. Yeah. I'm excited.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled. And, 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 and even beyond Zach, we're going to, we've got several people that we've talked to recently uh, lined up, um, like Aaron was saying on that other podcast this week, um, that we're going to have on to come and talk with us and talk about their ministries and what they got going on and just kind of plug them, uh, but hear what God's mm-hmm. doing in their lives. Uh, so it's going to be exciting. We've got some great people coming up. You don't want to miss it. I promise you.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure they are, they're getting tired of hearing our voices only. I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, you know, I hope not. And So, yeah. Well, I think that's about it for today, don't you? I agree.
1: I say it's time to wrap her up.
0: Wrap her up. Yes, sir. Well, I'll put my notes wherever I happen to scatter them around this studio <laughs> in here. And, uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit podcast. Um, we we appreciate your support and all of you listening and ra- giving us ratings and continue to do that. Give us good ratings on iTunes; that it's going to help us out and boost us in the boost us up, and get us noticed more, get God's word out there into the world. And what are you? We've been. Trying to stay active. Check us out on Facebook.
1: Yeah, going Instagram. over. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We try to keep things posted up there on the regular. Haven't been as active this week just because it's been a busy week for the two of us. Um, but follow us on mm-hmm. there, like us. Anything you see on there, share it. Like Aaron said, we're trying to get the gospel. We're trying to reach out to people who don't know the Lord. Even those of us who do know Him, it's nice to see something, um, something else going on and, and hear God's words. Refreshing. Uh, so go like us, follow us on all the platforms we have going on, go to undauntedpursuit.podbean.com and check us out there as well.
0: Yep. YouTube as usual. Um, no videos, but of course you can, if you want to turn it on your TV or something like that and just listen to it while you work around the house, that's, that's good too. Oh yeah. Um, word of mouth, word of mouth helps out a lot. So kind of want to charge you guys listening. If if there's anybody if you're liking what you're hearing, please at least tell two people this week about this podcast. Spread the word and and let's let's get God's word out there. And I know there's plenty out there doing this, but um, we're just a couple guys trying to spread God's word, and um, let's let's try and do that. Let's try and I know we're in the holiday, but uh, when you get finally go back to work, tell a couple of coworkers, tell a couple of friends, whatever. We appreciate all the support you guys can give us.
1: And most importantly, go out and tell an enemy what you've heard today on this podcast. I challenge you. Tell an enemy.
0: Yeah. Walk up. Give him a hug. Say, I forgive you. That's right. Uh, all right. Any any prayer requests or comments, questions, concerns, anything? Pursuit at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that about does it. I hope you had a good Fourth of July. Hope you have a good rest of the week. And uh, we'll see you next time here on Undaunted Pursuit. See you later. See you,
2: guys. As far as we can go, as far as we can see, I can hardly sail, but darling, won't you go with me? To the edge of what is known, the furthest reaches of the sea, as long as there's a coastline, there's a place for us to be, I wanna go, Mm, I wanna go, won't you go with me? off of the tree When I can't get it open You can smile and sigh at me Then I'll go buy the pricey ones The locals get for free You don't have to worry, baby You can count on me I wanna go We can hop along the islands till we've got no more to see Hang those hammocks close together once we find the perfect trees Watch the sun sink in the ocean with me Then we can count the constellations through the branches in the breeze I wanna go, mm-hmm. I wanna go, won't Won't you go with me?